0: You are listening to Verse Per Verse with Amichai Laulevi, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This weekly podcast, focusing on the Torah portion, was originally recorded in 2006 and 2007, but like the weekly Torah portion, they are as timeless as ever. Welcome to the Weekly store, verse by verse, giving you easy access to Biblical knowledge, one verse at a time. This week we're packing. What would you pack if you ran away from home? The Weekly portion, the episode called Beshalach, describes the great escape, known as the Exodus. And the Hebrew runaways famously wade in the waters through the Sea of Reeds. This, incidentally, is the original name of this body of water, the Sea of Reeds, Suf, not the Red Sea. The mistake comes from a map drawn in the Middle Ages where the second E of reeds somehow fell out and the Red Sea came into modern currency. So no matter what you imagine the Exodus to be, historical, mythical, both or neither, this powerful image of a human mass fleeing towards freedom, chased by soldiers, is familiar painfully from war-torn areas worldwide then and now. And, like many modern attempts to personalize these stories of mass migrations, one focuses on the plight of one individual, the flight of one person, one family, letting the intimate details tell a bigger, often incomprehensible, tale relevant to our lives. We, too, this week are focusing on one word, describing either what the Hebrews packed along and or who they left behind. Exodus chapter 13 verse 18 but God led the people here and there roundabout via the wilderness by the Red Sea and the children of Israel went up armed out of the land of Egypt it is this word armed that interests us in Hebrew hamushim, often translated as armed harnessed equipped for battle and bearing weapons In 2007, Jews with weapons are not uncommon, mostly Israeli soldiers, but also Sandra Froman, the new president of the NRA. But it is startling to think of this image in the translations and imaginations of Bible readers prior to 1948. Later on in the Exodus, once they cross the sea, Miriam leads the people in song, and the drums accompany her. It's comforting to know that musical instruments and not just weapons are what our ancestors packed for their runaway trip both functional and symbolic drums and guns but there's another way to translate the word chamushim, reading it not as weapon but rather as from the root Hamish 5 focusing on numerical translation and interestingly variety of Jewish translators over the centuries stayed away from the weapons motif and looked at the breakdown of people in units of five. The Pseudo-Jonathan translation brings the following verse, And every one of the sons of Israel left Egypt with five children each, focusing on this fertility issue. Another interpretive translation is that of the 11th century commentator Rashi, who quotes rabbinic sources and says, only one of five Hebrews left Egypt, while the other four, who refused and would not leave, died during the three days of darkness, just before the Exodus. According to this old tradition, the Hebrews are not leaving with weapons. They are leaving with diminished numbers, in a sense of great loss. How many prefer to stay behind in the familiar realities, even if those are oppressive? And how many of us, choose to leap into the unknown. One out of five, or one plus five, with weapons or with drums, the heroes and heroines of this ancient journey sing their way across a sea of reeds, encounter mana, thirst for water, and win their first battle, all within four chapters. Next up, Mount Sinai. And we, on our ongoing coming out into self, what do we pack for the journeys across the threshold of possibilities? And what, or who, this time around, who we leave behind. Shabbat shalom. From La Viticus.